All right. Welcome, everybody. It's WP Radio Live. It's Terry Doherty. We're just about a week past the claims conference that happened at the MTCC. Really great day. The presenters were fantastic, and uh, the trade show went really well. And I got to tell you, I had some great guests on the uh, podcast this year. It was fantastic. We're just going to start releasing podcasts as we go along. So, guys, sit back, relax, enjoy the podcasts. If you have any questions or concerns, reach out to me. And if you want to be a sponsor of the show, also reach out to me. Look forward to hearing your comments and seeing them on the podcast network. And guys, just enjoy. They're great. Thanks. All right. It's uh, Terry Doherty, WP Radio. We're live here at the Metro Convention Center. It's uh, the Come to Town Convention uh, for the OIAA. And I'm honored to have uh, Sammy Sugar here on uh, the podcast from JS Held. Welcome, Sammy. Thanks for having me, Terry. So, Sammy, um, we were just together at a uh, a seminar that you guys put on for us. It was wonderful at uh, Viva, and uh, I wanted to talk to you about uh, what you guys are doing and what you're up to. So, uh, and just for all those people out there, you guys put on this great full-day seminar I, of uh, training and information and smashing cars and talking about all sorts of things. So, let's talk about that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, so uh, a lot of people know us as Codsey Forensic Engineering. We got acquired um, this summer by JS Held. Um, and as most people know, Codsey Forensic Engineering predominantly does motor vehicle collision reconstruction. Um, that was the majority of what we did. And um, <clears throat> when we were approached by JS Held and were acquired, um, they, are, they, they do things a little differently than us. They uh, are predominantly in the property world, so they are... Um, do a lot of building consulting, structural engineering, um, environmental uh, uh, work as well. Um, and so we found that it was a, it was a good fit for, for both companies. Oh, that's great. So yeah. it's the nice meld of both worlds. Absolutely. So you're a full-service uh, firm at this point then? We're a full-service global firm now. Global firm? Yeah. I just thought it was the U.S., so you guys are around the world. Yeah, we've got offices in uh, India, China, Colombia, oh, wow. uh, Dubai. Uh, London, UK as well. Wow. So yeah. if we have a claim overseas and we need somebody? We probably have someone who's close by, yeah. Wow, that's great. I know uh, I had Sam, uh, I was reaching out to you guys trying to find if you had somebody in Nova Scotia for a matter I was working on, and Sam goes, I'm actually here. Yeah, he was vacationing there. Yeah, yeah was he vacationing he was... when he did that for me? <laughs> he was He was vacationing. Oh, man. But we have someone in Halifax. Oh, I know you do, yeah. but uh, I know Sam went and did it for me himself, so yeah. that's pretty incredible. Yeah. I'm going to have to thank him for that. I had no idea. Yeah, he was on vacation vacation in Cape Breton. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that's where it was. So exactly. That made tons of sense. Okay. Um, so, I, I mean, on the accident reconstruction side, you guys are famous for your accident recon kind of day, putting thing together, smashing cars. Um, but there's more to it, right? There's, uh, there's the biomechanics, there's the injury impact, there's everything. There's the torque claim, the BI, the AB claim, there's all those different things. And there's the property damage, right? So, it's, it's all those pieces together that you guys really service people for, right? And uh, unfortunately, we didn't get to smash cars that day when we were together, but we did get to watch the videos of it being done, and it'll happen for us. I, I mean, I'm thinking the OIAA should put on a, a smash and burn event. Why not? Um, next year as part of our piece. Uh, so in the trade show, maybe the day before the trade show or part of the trade show itself, maybe we make it less hours and we do some burning and crashing and do a whole thing together with a bunch of different engineers and put it all together and make it a really big, uh, interesting event. That would be fun. 
I think so too. So I'm going to work on that actually. So uh, because next year is my year as the president, and I think it'll be a really uh, yeah, I mean, we can't smash cars in here, but we can do it in the parking lot, or we'll find that we'll use your parking lot. Yeah. Um, so we'll we'll figure that out. But let's let's talk about um, those types of things. So you have somebody that after has been in an accident, and I and I really enjoyed the piece. I forget her name. Um, Carla. Carla. Yep. Yeah, Carla was talking about the mechanic or the you know the injury after the mm -hmm. after effects, um, but. I mean, I found that super interesting as uh, somebody who's been in a car accident and, you know, she was talking about the body moving in different directions and those kind of things. Let's talk about that. I mean, yeah. I, I'm not sure that's your focus. So I, I started out, uh, Carla uh, was actually my manager, so I started out in the biomechanics world because oh, okay. uh, when, I, uh, when I came on board at uh, what was Codsey Forensic Engineering, I had done medical research at McMaster University in rheumatology. And so I found that was a good fit. I had a physics background and a medical research background. Um, so I'm somewhat familiar with that world. So you guys do the actual testing, so you actually know the, the force it puts on the body. But there's more to it, right? You guys are looking at the data as well. There's data science that's in the car that was always there, but we just didn't know how to get it. But you guys now are able to get it. So we're talking about the CDR, so the actual vehicle movement, but then there's also the infotainment that talks about, there's so many different as aspects to what you guys actually do, right? Yeah, no, the, uh, you know, just like any technology, there's been a huge expansion uh, with vehicles. Uh, we're getting a lot more access to these different modules and computers that are giving us data um, to answer questions that historically we've never been able to answer. So for instance, you mentioned the infotainment system. Um, you know, one of the most common questions that we used to get asked by investigators such as yourself is, does the black box record GPS? Does it record GPS data? And it's like, no, 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 the, the black box is only, only cares about essentially the five seconds leading up to the collision. Whereas now the infotainment system is recording a whole host of information, including GPS data. And so, you know, we're even working with folks who <clears throat> are investigators, but they're, they're investigating a legitimate collision. The collision actually occurred. There's yeah. no, it wasn't staged or anything like that. But maybe the issue is address fraud. And yeah. so you can have somebody who claims that they um, live two hours out of Toronto, but in fact, they live in Toronto so they can save a thousand, two thousand a year on their premium. On their for premium. Um, address. And so there have been times where, you know, just the download of the infotainment system that gives you, you know, GPS track logs when they start and stop. And if they're always in and around, say, downtown Toronto, it's like, okay, that's where you live. That's, that's where the vehicle is being operated. Especially if it never goes up to that area. Exactly. Two hours away where their postal code and that's their parents' address or whatever. They go it. there on holidays. You got it. Right, but it. on the, uh, you know, every day for 30 days, you it's downtown it. Toronto, right? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, it's amazing that technology is there and it's at your fingertips. The other question is, are you allowed to get it? So the privacy issue, right, it always comes into play. Absolutely, yeah. The, so, you know, we, we, we've always had this question come up with black boxes, but black boxes don't really record any personal information. Um, and so that was sort of swept away relatively quickly. The most... You know, the most information you can get from a black box is the VIN um, that's personal, but you can just take a look at someone's windshield and, and I was going to say that right now in California, though, you're not allowed to do that. 
do so that, there right? Are, there are some jurisdictions where you need explicit um, consent. consent from the owner. One of them is California. Um, there's, I think there's at least a couple more states down in the U.S. that have that, but I, in Canada, I've never heard of anything related to that. But with the infotainment system, now that we're getting text messages and call logs and sometimes photos and audio recordings and uh, things are a little bit more personal than how fast were you going yeah. <laughs> leading up to a collision. Um, we found that every insurer essentially has a consent form that they request that they're insured signs. Um, we also have one uh, that we get signed as well. But it's the request for the data, but is that data you know, that you're getting that's 30 days prior to the accident, is that really... Then are you fishing at that point or are you still investigating, right? Because that changes things. You're right. The, the consent forms t tend to be pretty vague. Yeah. So uh, you don't want to be really specific with them. So that way you can cast a really wide net in the data that you're getting. So a lot of them will say, you know, uh, we, we've, we've retained an expert to download this information. It could include this. Yeah. GPS track lock text. It doesn't give a time frame or anything no. like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it will include the things that could have been recorded by the module. Yeah, no, I know. And, and it's interesting, especially like, it, and we're talking Burla, right? Yep. We're talking the Burla system. You got it. And, uh, Burl is really interesting because it came from a marine technology background, right? It was a, a marine application that was used by the military. It was a military marine application. And uh, I've met with the guys from Burla, and I really like them. They're really interesting guys. And most of them are current or ex-California Highway Patrol officers that have either used the application as an officer or are using it as a Burla employee. But he's, you know, he was showing some interesting cases, and... Uh, talking about one in particular where they actually, the FBI came to them and said, hey, listen, we know that these criminals basically use the system in a robbery, but we can't get access to their phone, but we know their phone was connected to their car, so then they were able to go, because Apple wouldn't give them consent for the car, or the phone, but so they just went to the Escalade and did the download and went backwards. I mean, it's incredible that that connectivity and that, you know, how it all meshes together, it's there at your fingertips. Yeah, Burla initially was a criminal investigation tool. That, that it was birthed because of that. Um, and then we found great applications in insurance, particularly uh, fraud. Uh, but there are also some uh, applications on, on, the, on the bodily injury or the tort side, but it's really heavily used on the investigation piece. I know, and, it, and what I really, I, what I enjoy most about it is the fact that there are some of the applications actually have a video component to it. So like the Ford F-150, the Ford Taurus, the Ford Mustang, all are recording video as you're driving down the highway and it's constantly recording. It's not that it's recording five seconds of video, it's recording. Uh, and I know it was used in a criminal case in Florida recently where a guy was said he wasn't speeding and the guy, you know, Burla showed that the guy was doing 150 miles an hour on the highway before yeah. the accident. Yeah. And, and just to that point, we're actually seeing a lot more vehicles uh, recording incidences with their frontal cameras. Um, you know, great example, Toyota and Lexus, newer yep. ones, and General Motors, some of the General Motors, so Buick, GMC, Cadillac, um, and Chevy, uh, they are actually recording photos leading up to the collision. Oh, wow, as okay. Well, and that's all being stored and can be downloaded. So you guys are doing just much more than your regular accident recon and those, or 
stuff, you're doing the downloads. And I, I think, you know, uh, that needs to get out more and publicized more. And I, I mean... Super it, helpful. Yeah, absolutely. Super helpful. I and mean, it, one great example is we're working on a file where an issue was who crossed, who crossed the intersection on a green. Both parties said, I went in on a green. Um, and the download of the camera data showed that one of the vehicles entered on a red. Um, and so it was the other vehicle that went in on a green. And so it didn't, you didn't need to do a complex reconstruction to figure that. In fact, the reconstruction, uh, in all likelihood, couldn't have figured out who actually had a green light and who had a red light, because they're both cruising into the intersection and just smashing into one another. Um, and so from that perspective, it's been, it's been super helpful. That's super incredible. Helpful. I mean, I'm not sure how many people understand that that's even available yet, right? Yeah. It's new information, it's new data, it's, but science is changing. Uh, and with that, so is that Pepita thing, though, at the yep. same time, right? Yep. Like, I mean, I love that it's there and it's great. I, it's just got to be careful in whose hands it in, right? Of course. Um, and then the other thing is, I think plaintiff lawyers are going to get onto this pretty quickly as well, right? Yeah, a lot of them uh, have reached out to us on stuff like this. Really? Okay, yeah, so yeah. it is already happening. Yeah, it's already happening. A lot of them, well, well a lot of them, because especially on the bodily injury side, you know, plaintiff's counsel, they, sure. they're typically retained days, weeks from the date of loss. Early on. And so if they, if they suspect something might be contentious from a liability perspective, um, they might just say, let's get, let's get the black box downloaded and see what actually happened. Um, I think that's a good idea, one way or the other, right? Like, yeah. it, at the end of the day, it is what it is, yes. right? And good, bad, or ugly, you want to know about it. And yep. the sooner you know, the better you can deal with it. Absolutely. So I, I agree with that, whether it's plaintiff or defense. I mean, it's just good to have the information because information from that aspect doesn't lie, right? Yep. And it's not that somebody's lying. They're just reminding of their version of events, right? Exactly. And the black box has no version of events other than the true. Yep. So if you can get both of them, and have you ever been able to get the third-party data as well? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So that happens. Definitely. And then you can compare the two. Yes, Oh, that's fantastic. And I mean, we, we could talk all day about regular impacts and stuff like that, but I think the Burla stuff and the CDR stuff is new and it's exciting, and I think people are going to really enjoy that. Um, but so how would they reach you, Sammy? How are they getting in touch with you guys at JS Held? Because are they still able to do the old Sam Codsey email address? Yeah, absolutely. If you go on our website, the old Codsey website, um, there's a link there that redirects you to JS Held as well. All of our emails are there. And if, even if you forward, even if you email the old Codsey emails, it gets forward to our new okay. JS Held emails. So uh, you can search us on Codsey um, or JS Held. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. And uh, what are you doing these days with JS Held? JSL, so I, I, I do a, a few things. I'm, um, I'm, I, I assist on the business development side, um, and I sort of have a hybrid role where I also do some of the technical work as well. Okay. Yeah. And how do they get in touch with you? So they can get in touch with me, uh, email. So it's sammy.shaker. Uh, it's S-A-M-I dot shaker, S-H-A-K-E-R, at jshell.com. Or you can reach me on my uh, work, work cell. What's that? It's 905 let me see if I remember it. 905-208-9702. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you very much for being on the thank podcast you, today. I know it was short and sweet, but I'm trying to get all the people I can on here and thank just kind of, you know, get that information out. I mean, everybody knows you guys from the regular stuff, but I think the Burla and the CDR stuff is the way of the future, yep. especially Agreed. for these claims that, you know, it, the questionable claims. Yep. I, I hate calling them fraudulent. Until you've proven it, yeah, yeah. it's still questionable, yep. and it's questionable because you've still got questions. Yep. 
So I think that's the way I go with it. I've always approached it that way. I can say I got in with clean hands. Yep. Absolutely. Right? So uh, I call them questionable until I prove them otherwise. <laughs> but uh, thank you again so oh, much. Thank it's you, Terry. always great to speak with you, and I uh, enjoy the rest of your day at the convention. Definitely will do.